0: Sunday, poor. We are back to Monday night. We are sitting here in the middle of uh, Niners Bills. Bills just took the lead. They're up 14 7. And uh, just before we came onto the air and started recording, Alex Smith preserved history.
1: He allowed
0: uh, the few living members of the 72 Dolphins to pop some champagne as the Washington football teamers defeated the Steelers 23-17. Uh, we have a lot to get into, a lot of football, some stuff from the weekend. Let me like bring in my cousin, my co-host, Nant. How are you? What are you drinking tonight?
1: Not bad over here. Yeah, man, I, kinda, I knew Alex Smith had something in him. Just going to – nothing's easy in the NFC. East, the most competitive division of football. And, of course, uh, Giants are the big one yesterday. Alex Smith comes right back, throws his punch. Uh, goes goes in there and beats the undefeated Steelers. Uh, other than that, you know, I'm I'm just happy to be in the race. at This point, I got a nice. Does look familiar to you? I got a nice flying little jetty. flying jetty. yeah
0: extra pale, uh, Rolling Rock on steroids.
1: That's how you sold it to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I had have a couple of these remaining in the fridge if needed one tonight. So, uh, yes, yes, we got them from me. Let me ask you a question, Ed. Mm-hmm.
0: This
1: weekend, I uh, I went. We had to run some errands. My my wife and the kids were with me, and we're, we're driving around. Um, my wife was like, "All right, just drop me off at Target when you before you do what you got to do." So you drive by Target, and it's a Saturday, so it's like a little bit of you know snow and rain going on. It's cold. There is a line of people outside of Target, just waiting to get in. I guess because uh, whatever the statute is how many you have x amount of people in the store people are mm-hmm. actually waiting outside people are driving by seeing the line parking and drive and walking up to wait in line to go into target my wife thank god said don't even bother drop me off and i told her I said if you if you went to target and waited in line to get in target you would have come back to divorce papers because there's no way and if i was ever caught waiting in line to get in target i uh I'd have to leave the country and change my name. I, I couldn't be seen in public again.
0: No, I you just died of me. embarrassment on the spot.
1: What are people doing with their lives, man? Just fucking go on Amazon. You know you could do that, right? They know it's that's it's like a tool that they have at their disposal. It's a
0: bunch of mouth breathers, man. You can't even take those people seriously who are waiting in line for that shit.
1: What, like, what's at Target?
0: I don't know. I couldn't tell you the last time I was at Target. <laughs> what is at Target.
1: It's like a little bit higher class Walmart. It is, it is nicer than a Walmart. Uh, I'm not sure this particular one is up to that standard, but it's right. uh, generally cleaner and maybe a little higher class of person in there.
0: So what were you looking for at Target that you, that you no, wanted to go there in the first place?
1: No, I wasn't going to Target. I had to do stuff around where Target was. And my wife was like, oh, just drop me off there while you do what you got to do.
0: Oh, okay. Just Hop like it.
1: choosing to kill some time there, yeah
0: yeah okay yeah i don't know why people uh i actually noticed that on the way back when stores first started opening i passed a tj maxx on the way back from work mm. and every day around five o'clock they'd be people around the block
1: tj maxx what do you want some some discount cologne you want the 14 dollar uh cologne come on man what are you doing in there
0: yeah Go get some
1: knockoff levi's or something
0: bifering through all those shirts and shit all over the floor. Yeah, what are, you do-
1: what are you doing? Get a hobby. What are you doing with your life? Get a grip. Get a grip, man. It's a pandemic, and that's what you're rushing to do? Go out and live, damn it. Go do something.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> people like to shop, man. They love it.
1: I guess, yeah. No No real uh, – I guess people aren't – are throwing cautions to the wind for the holiday season, still going out, shopping, and uh, – you know, first, well, not the first Saturday after Thanksgiving, but the first, like, weekend after the Thanksgiving weekend.
0: First weekend December.
1: Yeah, so people are still going out doing their shopping, which I kind of thought we'd see a little bit, you know, of uh, curbing of that. But no, they're back back in full force, people could not wait to get to the stores.
0: I have no idea. I haven't been out shopping this time of year in almost 10 years probably. (laughs) I do it all on the internet, and I'm not really an online shopper. I'm not a shopper, period. Like people love people are like addicted to getting packages, shit sent to their house. I don't order shit. I don't know. What are what are these people ordering? There's <laughs> like them people down the street from me, man. The Fed they, the FedEx truck just does laps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do get a lot of, we do get a lot of packages. There's always shit coming. Yeah, so do we, but I don't order them. So. I don't know what half the shit is though. I don't know, ninety percent of the shit is. Yeah. And like every once in a while I'll get like another hat or something. But not a little bit of a hat kick over the, over the. Oh, really?
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't really do too. I don't really do hats too much anymore.
1: Well, I was playing a lot of golf this this summer, so I needed to kind of have some some hats in my repertoire.
0: Do you rock a visor, or no?
1: I do have one visor. Yeah, a Nike one. Really? Yeah, a nice Nike one.
0: <laughs> I never saw the point of a visor.
1: Why not? I got to show the locks. I wasn't getting a haircut either, so I had to show the locks off.
0: No yes. haircut since the pandemic started?
1: No, I got one this weekend, but it's not the top. Top is all – I haven't touched the top since March or maybe February. But, the, yeah, I get the sides done every month or so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I've, I've gone through stretches where it's the top grow out. Why don't you like the visor? I don't get
1: it. What's wrong, what's wrong with the visor? It just keeps the sun. Just a of,
0: goofy look.
1: Keeps the sun out of your eyes. Nah, you can pull it off. Some people are look goofy with it, but uh,
0: I can. Pull I can pull off a visor.
1: I can pull. I I I did all right with the Nike visor.
0: Does not Matt Nagy wear a visor?
1: <laughs> <The> Bears <laughs> yeah. coach. Uh, yeah. It's, it that sounds about right. <laughs> it's not okay. Maybe not the best company in the world.
0: I do bald people wear visors. If anybody needed a top to their hat.
1: Do, yeah, bald people should because they get, they get sunburned on top of their head. That feels like it should, should be a known thing that a bald person shouldn't do.
0: Bald people should be banned from wearing visors. Agreed.
1: I would hope so. I think they probably ban themselves. I don't think they have too much of a problem keeping themselves away from the visor section of the hat store.
0: Yeah. I mean, a bald probably- person wearing a visor is like poking a hole in your condom. There's just no point. <laughs> It's well, defeating the purpose
1: a bald guy goes to the hat store and looks at the visor section like when you're a kid there's the adult section of blockbuster he's kind of looked oh up yeah there and like, he, you know other people were, you know the adults are looking at you like no nah, no nah, don't go over there same thing with the bald guy at the visor section you know everybody's looking i'm like no, nah, no, nah, cue ball uh. not you pal not for you
0: what a shameful what a like a shameful thing you had to do back in the day to rent porn <laughs> Now it's just in our pockets. It's just so taken for granted. Browsing yeah man just going into
1: the porn so you had to be sure there was nobody looking at you. I'd assume cuz I was never 18 when those things were in fashion.
0: Yeah, I don't think I ever went in the back of one either cuz by the time uh, yeah by the time I was 18 there was pretty much, you know, internet and there wasn't yeah. much use for the, the videos anymore.
1: I feel like they pro- I feel like if ever in a video store I'd put them no you can't do that. I was going to have, probably invite the wrong element, but I was like, say I put it by the Disney section. Really uncomfortable as the guy goes by like the father and the kid looking at the Disney movies.
0: Yeah, you got to think twice, Buck. Uh,
1: excuse me. I got to sneak by here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there uh, – did you have any in there, uh, in those sections by you? Did, did they have like the – what was the covering? Was it a door? Was it like
0: the, the, ah! of the beads or whatever? It was, like, I think it was like a small little just like uh small little opening that you walk down like a little bit of a hall. Oh, okay. I, think too. I don't think there was – I don't think there was, it was blocked off or anything. I'm, I'm picturing Tommy K's. That might have been a back
1: – that might have been a back room. With, that might have been the glory
0: hole you're thinking of. No. Uh, I mean, hey, I, I wouldn't put it past Tommy Kays. I Although, I, I – I went, I've been in a few blockbusters. I don't remember Blockbuster having one of those sections. I I could picture Tommy K's.
1: Yeah, Blockbuster might not have had it. That might have been for the local video store, which, by the way, really sad that we lost those. Those things were people talk about the last Blockbusters in Alaska. I don't give a shit about the last Blockbuster, but there's at least two or three of the local jobs that just. I mean, really, hole in the wall places that had the most random selection of movies. I don't know why you'd go there over the Blockbusters. Maybe just, yeah. for the, just the atmosphere, I guess. The video those, store? Yeah, those, those were... I mean, Blockbuster had everything. They had all the new releases, and those local places would get the new releases like, I don't know, a month after. I don't even know. Exactly. It was never right at the same time. Like, whenever a new movie came out on, ta- on VHS,
0: it was never at the local spots. It was only at the yeah. same places. So, getting play- back... Getting back to the adult section for a second, I'm, just, I'm it's really, <laughs> yeah. really wrapping my head around it. <laughs> yeah, you can't rent porn, man. You got to just go all in and buy your porn. Back in the day, you have to just buy it. Renting a porno, man. Just, what a shameful! That's that's just uh, man. That's embarrassing.
1: I mean, the guys don't want to rewatch the same ones over and over again. You all over buy
0: a variety.
1: You got to have. You're going to have just like a shelf of porn VHS tans? Yeah,
0: you stash it away, man. Next to the nightstand, kids can't get into it, and then you do your thing.
1: In your back room, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who's renting porn.
0: <laughs> renting <laughs> porn is crazy.
1: Going up to the front, it's like some 17-year-old kid.
0: <laughs> you got to buy your porn.
1: Yeah, just go to the porn store or whatever porn shop in the in the down the down in the porn district.
0: Yeah. You just gotta <laughs> bite you just gotta bite the bullet. Buy it in bulk too. If you you know what I mean, you don't want to just you don't want to become a regular at those places. Just buy it in bulk. Buy like five, six movies. And when you get sick of those you buy five, six more.
1: Brunette. Yeah, to go go down. Get a brunette one, a blonde one, like a two for deal, uh, and then a couple of your crazier ones. But yeah, maybe a right. variety. So you can yeah. depending on what your mood is for that night. But, I mean, then again, back in the day, you saw Boogie Nights. Like, those videos were a little more higher quality. Now it's – I don't know if they're as – I don't know if the production value is any better as far as, like, script and story goes. H, HD and camera angles, yeah. But, I mean, uh, you know, there's no, there's no story anymore. It's just get in there, get her done, get your 20 minutes. Yeah, the
0: acting, they did, they did put a lot more effort in back in the day, I feel like, it to really that? sell you.
1: Yeah, Jack Horner was a filmmaker. He wasn't a smut peddler. Right. Yeah, for sure. Now it's uh, yeah. Who knows? Well, you
0: see that with real movies too. It's Just lack lack of plots. They just throw you know twelve Fast and the is at you. Well, just porn industry is no different.
1: Yeah. When well, we do uh, when the when the SantaCon comes out, it's gonna be one job. I'm not doing a sequel to it. No shot. <laughs> On to the next. No, nah, you can't. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing a SantaCon 2, SantaCon here, no way.
0: No, nah, you got to leave them wanting more.
1: Yep. That's it. One job, one shot deal.
0: We've talked about this a million times. Almost impossible to make a really good sequel.
1: Yeah. I, especially because, especially now when it's, it is just a money grab. Like Godfather 2, obviously, is known as like one of the greatest sequels of all time. First of all, there's a lot of stuff left in the book that they didn't go over in Godfather 1. So there's a lot of material to, to go off of. And plus, mm. and plus, they made it something completely different. It wasn't technically a continuation of the story from one where, I mean, it was, but it told a completely different story, like the parallel stories, but uh, and, and going back to when Vito first came over, you added De Niro to the cast. It's like incredible. Yeah. It was yeah. completely different. It wasn't just, well, here's the, ne- here's the next adventure of Michael Corleone.
0: Right, 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 right. So they, they had a lot more material to use.
1: Right, but and even still, they still made it different from. I mean, it's a completely different movie from Godfather One.
0: I mean, oh like, yeah, yeah, completely different.
1: Unless you want to say like the end where like the murders were all kind of. I mean, with the culmination is the same, I guess. But well, getting, I mean, it's a
0: mob, so people are going to get whacked.
1: Getting there, yeah, very true. Getting there is uh, was a, was a lot different than one. Oh, yeah. while, we're, while we're on the subject of the movies, you want me to announce what uh, we're going to do on Thursday?
0: I would, yeah, would love to.
1: I uh, I went back and forth. In I wanted to get a little weird. I I, I wanted to go. I ch- I changed my mind. Uh, I was I was thinking Batman Forever. I said no, we're not doing Batman Forever. <laughs> so I Started looking. Uh, one, that, one that one that crossed my mind was Ernest Saves Christmas. No, I'm not going Ernest Saves Christmas. I figured I wasn't a big Ernest guy. Why start now?
0: Yeah, I was and, never a big Ernest guy.
1: Uh, I the the one that came closest to being picked is an, a movie from 1934 called The Thin Man. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, a retired detective who is also an alcoholic uh, and him and his wealthy wife decide to investigate a murder. It was nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Director, Best Writing. Um, nobody from nobody that you would know the name of. Uh, but I, I came close. I guess it takes place around Christmas. There's a line about Christmas in it. I don't know. I still want to watch it. It's not the movie I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with, um, I guess it's an '80s classic. It's uh, I I've forgotten. There's a Christmas element to it. I don't know. I don't know if you are familiar with the movie itself, but the movie is Gremlins.
0: Gremlins. Uh, I've seen it. I didn't realize that was a Christmas movie. I, I guess. I guess it
1: is. And Phoebe Cates is in it and I just uh I celebrate all her work, so
0: what's Gremlins rated? Because I see I have it on AMC. Is it, it worth can you watch it on cable?
1: I would assume so. I haven't seen it in a long time either, and I was just gonna pop it on the AMC to see.
0: Okay. Well, regardless, I'm gonna go with AMC. We'll see. Uh i let me see if I can get a rating really quick. Yeah, that's actually that's not bad because I haven't seen Gremlins in a long time. It'll be like watching it for the first time. Yeah, uh, I don't remember really having an opinion one way or the other on it though. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I figured I guess it was something. I,
0: that's what this is for. I guess a we'll finally.
1: I figured it was something different. Instead, a little Christmas element. I'll go with the classic next time around. Uh, but yeah, I wanted one I haven't seen in a long time. Kind of relive my childhood and see uh, if anything good comes out of it. Or we'll have a three-minute show on Thursday. I don't know. One or the other.
0: Uh, looks like it was PG-13. So
1: Yeah. It's kind of like it's a horror movie, but not really that horrible. I don't know. Oh,
0: It was one of the first PG-13 movies, actually. Oh, all right. Because remember, there, it used to be just PG and R.
1: So why they make this one 13? All right, well, to get into it on Thursday, why this was the first 13 rating.
0: I don't know if it was the first one. I, Indiana, it says Indiana Jones and Temple of, Doom was, De- Temple of Doom was also similar. I will have to Absolutely. look into that because I remember hearing about that when PG-13 came out. Mm. There's, there's like some goofy movies that are rated R. And it's because I think there was no PG-13. Because you look, you're like, that movie was rated R. I can't think of an example off the top of my head. But there, there are also, a few movies like that.
1: There's also a lot of movies that are rated R. PG that you're like this is rated PG like only PG yeah exactly yeah I think because
0: PG 13 was a nice little buffer yeah nice little in between
1: I, I I would assume Gremlins was pushed to 13 because it's a bunch of like Muppet looking things that end aren't up, they like you know, killer
0: Gremlins too Yeah, Don't like they gnawing phases people? off
1: and shit yeah yeah, yeah. there's uh yeah it's a it's a horror movie of sorts I guess so and it's
0: got a little like it's like comedy too a little bit yeah. So it's PG that's perfect. that's
1: PG 13. Yeah, that's yeah. why it was invented. Yeah. All right, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Uh, others others that missed out that pro- probably won't be the one I I, uh, I pick are the ref and scrooged. And did you did you did I send you the uh, the trailer to that R Xmas movie? Oh I did, right?
0: Oh yeah, I didn't watch it though.
1: Oh, it's bad, man. It looks so bad. So it's a movie called R Xmas. And it stars Drea uh, De Mateo, um, Adriana from Sopranos, Lilo Brancato, C from Bronx Tale, and uh, Ice Cube. I think it was T. Ice T. I never. I'd, I'm terrible. I'd, yeah, I'm not good with that. So Ice T. But it was directed by Abel Ferrara, who did uh, Bad Lieutenant, who did King of New York. There's, he's like a known, gritty crime movie type guy but the this trailer tried to avoid showing the, his actors acting as much as possible and then they showed Lilo see they showed him like acting on one scene and you're like wow this was in the middle of some sort of drug binge that he was on he needed a quick payday and he and he had no idea what he was doing he's like this is not somebody who's ever acted before it's amazing he's been in Sopranos and Bronx Tale when you see yeah. the, the one two-second clip of rxmas it was it's bad man
0: yeah it didn't look great just by looking at the poster (laughs) no i came up with the uh it was just the consensus that it was probably terrible
1: by the way that movie the thin man yeah 98 on rotten tomatoes that's an old one yeah 1934 eight it gets an eight i guess eight out of ten on imdb so highly regarded movie
0: well, All right, I will have to uh, – actually, let me do a search right now and see if I got it. The Thin Man. <laughs> oh, Sandman came up. got to pronounce it a little better. The Thin Man.
1: Yeah, i got to give it a th-
0: – uh, I could rent it for three ninety nine. William Powell.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. W.S. Van Dyke.
0: Nick and Nora Charles solve a mystery with their dog.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Doug played an important role in it too. Yeah, and then I was like, minutes. And then I was looking up, like, you know, nineteen thirty four, I was I was looking up all these guys, the actors and actresses who were in it. See if there's some like nefarious details. They all live like clean lives and live into their eighties. I'm like, ah, that's no fun. It's no good can't tell a good story about you living these. Wow, yeah. These living into lives.
0: their 80s. That's like living into your hundreds nowadays. Yeah. Back then. Yep.
1: Yeah. So until well, until Washington beat Steelers today. The biggest upset of the weekend was the Giants. So I'd be remiss not to start with the New York football Giants. Still have a still have a nickname uh, that is not, you know, being being trampled on by uh, certain groups. Uh, Giants went into Seattle, down five nothing five nothing at halftime. Played great, man. Defense played great. Uh, ran the ball great. Wayne Gallman was phenomenal. Derry Slayton had a catch who was MIA last week, one catch. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I thought he – wasn't he better, like, maybe even even earlier in the season?
1: I had high hopes for him, yeah. I don't know if it was – yeah, I don't know if it's just had a had bad half and then Jones got hurt and McCoy ign- ignored him or whatever. But, uh, yeah, he had made high hopes for, for Slayton. He's still projected to, you know, be a decent player, but – uh, and Colt McCoy did everything he wanted him to do. I mean, he was he, he made one mistake early, uh, threw a pick early. But, um, I mean, he was exactly what you wanted to do. Like, no big no big mistakes, no big problems. Controlled the ball. And, uh, you know, handed, handed the wall off to Gallman. Alfred Morris got a couple touchdowns. And just an amazing performance by the defense. Kept, we're, all, was all, we're all over Russell. Couldn't believe they didn't run the ball more. I don't know how much they, that gave me watch, but they were able to run the ball a little bit on the Giants. On Seattle? The summer, yeah, Seattle. For some reason, they kind of stayed away from that. They could have done a little more damage if they stuck with it, but they had Russ throw it 50 times or whatever, and the defense was on. I'm like, shit.
0: Yeah, um, great win for the Giants, obviously. I'll take this from a Seattle perspective. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think that they've lost a lot by not having – it was their, only their first home loss, but I think they have lost a lot from not having their home crowd there. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I think this loss was probably – it was the first time because I picked them before the season started to go to the Super Bowl. This was the first time where I have serious doubts about the Seahawks. This is a game you have to – this is a game – that Giants are playing better. They're They're improved. This is a game you can't score 12 points against them, against the Giants' defense. And it was the first time where I really sat there and be like, all right, they'll probably still win the division between them and the Rams. They're going to be playing wild card weekend. I don't know how long they are for the playoffs. The the Seahawks used to be, you know, Legion of Boom, defense, Smash Mouth, run the football. Then, you know, they always had Wilson there. Now, if Russ is pedestrian, they just don't win. And that's what you yeah. saw yesterday against the Rams a few weeks ago. He wasn't great. They lose. He needs to almost be superhuman now in order to win. And uh, when he's not, it's just it, – it doesn't happen. And I did think – I will. I did think that they were going to win up until the last – that third down sack. I just felt like he was going to find a way to put it in the end zone.
1: Sure, yeah. Uh,
0: but, no, the Giants made a play. They deserve credit. And now Seahawks are kind of, you know, fall back to the pack now. I think it's a two-team race probably for the uh, – for the uh, number one seed. So we'll see. It's probably going to come down with Seattle. It's going to come down in the week 16 against the Rams. So, uh, and I will admit with the Giants, before we came on here and the Steelers were up 14 to three, I was ready to come on here and just say the NFC East race is over, but I guess now I got to wait another week because of Washington.
1: Don't start writing this script like that, man. Come
0: on. I, I, I. If Washington had lost to Pittsburgh, which it looked like they were going to I was going to come on here and say it
1: was over. That was, that was you kind of mentally preparing yourself, kind of mentally psyching out the TV in that game so that Pittsburgh would lose and that the 72 Dolphins record would live on for another year. That was you doing some <laughs> mental gymnastics with karma and luck or whatever.
0: Well, no, that may have been part of it subconsciously. <laughs> because I did not want to have to root for the Bills next week on Sunday Night Football against the, the Steelers. That's fair. All right. Now I could comfort. Oh, no, no, I think they might be in trouble against the Bills because the Bills are playing well. But yeah. you're right. I did not want to uh, just get out of the way in Washington. They could survive that loss. They're still the one seed because they lost to an NFC team. I'll, oh, if you want to get into Pittsburgh really quick, they, they, I don't know how much of that game you watched. They dropped a million balls.
1: Yeah, I didn't see much of this. I saw like the first quarter and the fourth quarter, kinda. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it's the, if it was the weather or what, man. And I like think. And S- Smith played well in the second half, man. He was slinging it all over the place. I mean, they looked dead, man. Down fourteen, nothing. Down fourteen, three at the half. Did uh, Pittsburgh do the dropping.
1: same thing? Did Pittsburgh do the same thing on Wednesday? Were they dropping a lot of balls then too? Yeah, it was kind of ugly. Ugly football. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if it's like the rust of their schedule being thrown off. They play Wednesday this week. They play Monday this week. So they've had all this time off, and then the games are pushed together where you don't have as much practice time. Uh, you know, Washington did have more time to prepare because they hadn't played since you know Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think Pittsburgh. We find they have a really good defense. Uh, that I don't know. Just something has seemed off the last two games with them, and it could just be something as simple as. They don't even know when the hell they're playing until like the day yeah. before. And they are playing
1: teams who are more desperate for wins than they are. I mean, you kind of cruise through mm-hmm. the season like this, and you don't have must-win games. Uh, these teams are playing for their lives. You might, you know, they, they come they might come a little with a little more juice than than Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, and Washington does have a good defense. I've been talking. Sure. I've been yeah. I've been talking about their defense for like a month now. I do like their defense. So uh, yeah, Pittsburgh will be fine. But yeah, we do have a race in the NFC East too. Should, I think it's a two-teamer because I think Dallas' season is going to end tomorrow probably, Yeah. although you can't really count on the Ravens. And Philly's just dead. So, I think it's two teams. It's Giants, Washington. Giants get the edge because of the head-to-head, obviously.
1: Just like every predicted in the preseason. Giants and Washington down to the wire. Insane. It's, it's it really n- is insane. Nuts. It's nuts. And the thing with the Giants, man, is – like this is the first time in years, like Giants fans are happy with the team. Like everybody likes the team, everybody's happy to see the defense playing well, everybody loves the coach, and it's I've the most positivity I've seen from Giants fans in years.
0: It's kind of a honeymoon phase
1: for sure, for sure. But I think what it is is that this is a team that you're actually seeing the improvements week to week. Like you. Like you saw when, before Jones got hurt, you saw him curb his turnovers. You saw the defense kind of start to gel and play together and get better as the season went on. Where you saw, uh, where, where you saw kind of like hints of it in the early going. and Now they're playing really well as a, as a as a unit. And you know you're you're seeing, when you see the improvement, and then you're seeing you know wins on top of it. Obviously, it's uh, yeah, you're right. That's that's going to add to the honeymoon for sure. That makes everything yeah. Hard. Well,
0: he was he he was teetering there for a while, Judge, when they were one and seven. Sure, and that was kind of yeah. hinting at how the honeymoon was over. Yeah. now that he stabilized the season, it's kind of I don't want to say house money because I think they are expected to win the division now, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit of uh, if you get, I mean, if you get into the playoffs, you get waxed 35-0. I think it's all is going to be forgiven so. I think it's almost – it is a little bit of a – because you're going to be playing a really good team. Mm-hmm. The five-seed Seattle, the Rams, Tampa, who are going to have a lot of pressure on them because those yeah. are kind of win-now teams. Yep. So I think the Giants are in a pretty good spot if they can win this division. They can kind of uh, play fast and loose in that wild card game. Right great. now, I guess it would be Seattle. I have, I have a feeling to be Tampa. It does seem like the stars are aligning. Yeah. I got a feeling.
1: Yeah, Tampa had the bye this week. Seattle said, absolutely lost." Uh, let's see. Any other? What, what game? What game caught your today? <laughs> you want to talk about the Jets real quick. I mean, they had the only firing of uh... first of all. Darren Waller had a ridiculous game. One of the top four games a tight end has ever had in the in the league. Ridiculous. Two hundred yards. Two touchdowns. Um, insane performance. The Jets. I mean, they're sometimes they just get like ragdolled. I, I, I feel. I, when Kansas City came to town, obviously Kansas City's a much different offense than the Raiders, but uh, I, I can remember Kelsey kind of ragdolled them too. Same sort of thing. And then yeah. Waller to that. But then, I mean, every, Jets, Jets have a chance to win, pull this ridiculous upset, Then Craig Williams calls the all-out blitz on the last play of the game, and Ruggs gets wide open – or not wide open, gets behind the defense, catches a touchdown for the win. He was wide fired. open
0: by you know five seconds left and throwing the ball yeah. from the fifty yard line?
1: Right, yeah. There was only one defender near him, but not four, which there should have been. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think, man? Like they, they they fired the guy this morning. Do you think he would? Do you think he just is? I don't really give a shit mode, or do you think he thought that's what? What happened? I think.
0: I think there should be an investigation because I've never seen anything even close to that. We've all seen Hail Mary's, right? We saw Kyler Murray earlier in the year. We've seen Rogers complete a bunch of them.
1: You know, we've
0: we've seen things like that, but that was a well executed just bomb, like hitting a guy in stride. Yeah. Five seconds left. No time up. Forget about the blitz. Let's forget about the blitz for a second, which is crazy, okay? Yeah. The Super. cornerback, is it was it Mims' name? I'm not even sure. I might be confusing him with the, the wide oh, receiver. Oh, Marcus yeah. May, I think it is. Marcus okay. May. Yeah. How the fuck are you biting on a double move?
1: <laughs> yeah, where else is he going to go?
0: <laughs> what are you doing, man? Just let him catch the ball. Even if he catches the ball right there and he goes out of bounds, okay. Let him have the ball at the 30, 25-yard line or whatever, and they have one more play at the end zone. How how you let that guy get behind you is crazy. So I think there's there's so many things – it was like the perfect storm. It was a perfect storm. So many things had to go right. Well, I mean, you could say wrong, but I guess if you want Trevor Lawrence as a Jets fan, you could say a lot of things had to go right for that to happen. And it's it just, it started with the it started with Greg Williams, but I, I I couldn't believe what I was like I I was watching that game. And there was a couple of people at my house, and I was just like I reacted as if like the Dolphins lost. I was like, what? How the <laughs> fuck does that happen? You got. I, I think I just. I think I just. just like you got to be fucking kidding me, as that play happened.
1: It made I was no so sense yeah.
0: because I was rooting for them to win, partly because I was calling it all week that the Jets had a shot, and number two is I want to see them get screwed out of Lawrence. So it was a double. So that really yeah. stuck in me when that happened, man. Ridiculous. I can't. I could not believe it in real time.
1: Yeah, it, it was baffling.
0: It's just a dime dropped right into his bread basket. So you knew it was one of those it was one of those deep balls where as it's in the air, you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And it what? just hit him perfectly. All he's got
1: he to do is bring it into his bread basket. Yeah, just hold on to That's it. it. That's it. It was wild. The witching hour yesterday was wild. With the yeah, a lot game, of good
0: one o'clock games.
1: Colts Colts game, uh Jaguars game. Um uh, what other games were Chicago, one, Detroit. Two. I saw I watched Ch-
0: Chicago. I watched the end of that game with uh two Bears fans who uh <laughs> Yeah. They were not happy. Yeah. They, they I, want blood. They want the coach. they want the blood, man. They want the coach gone.
1: Well, tell me about that one, because that one I kinda I got lost. I got lost. I was doing a bunch of because I was trying to get stuff done before the Giants game. And I really only saw Jaguars and Colts as the two I was keyed in on. That one kind of I just turned around, and all of a sudden, Lions were up. And I was I had no idea what the fuck happened.
0: Yeah. Uh, with that one, Bears are up 10 in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Lions put one in, Let's ballpark? We'll say like three minutes left. So it's winding down. They, they go down three. Bears get the ball back. And Trubisky, strip sack on third down, gave the Lions the ball right back. Lions score, and then that, that's it. I don't even remember what the Bears did on their final drive, but they obviously did not score. <laughs> just just <laughs> dev- devastating loss. I mean, the Bears aren't going anywhere anyways, but it was almost like the Lions-Odom one for that week one victory, which you basically threw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really watch much of the Bears' first half, but I, I put it on the iPad because I had the Bears fans here, so – um, yeah, I got to witness it for. And the Dolphins game was kind of out of reach. The Dolphins game was like the worst game of the one o'clock. So once they were up two scores, I was kind of checked out of that one a little bit. Um, yeah, the Bears fans they want Nagy gone. They just they want they want they're out for blood basically. I don't think their fans the GM the their GM is the one who drafted Trubisky, right? He's still there, or is it? I don't know. I don't know. But they want a clean house. I can't blame them. I mean, there's inventing ways to lose now. And now the defense, like, I don't know. I, going into that game, that would have been the last game I bet the over on yesterday. Bears-Lions? Yeah, for sure. How does for that sure. happen?
1: Yeah, I, I just kind of assumed that, uh, that the Bears-D would give Stafford some fits. Yeah. But it's not the case, apparently. And then uh, the yeah. Jag, Jag, Jaguars-Vikings – Speaking about inventing ways to lose, I thought we were going to see another classic Vikings, and I was rooting for that coin toss in overtime pretty hard. I, wanted to see, I just wanted to see the Jags get it and get them a shot to get in the end zone, but it wasn't meant to be, apparently.
0: Did the Vikings win the toss and they didn't let the Jags touch it? Is that what
1: happened? Um, oh, yeah, what happened? No, because they, they won by a field goal. They might have. Yeah, you're right. So it had, the Jaguars have ja- to touch the Jaguars, I think they get it back. And then the Vikings like got it to the goal line.
0: Well, they had to because Bailey missed what two extra points and two field and goals field, or whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, missed missed the game would have been the game winning field goal too. Oh no, the Jaguars yeah. had a chance. Jag- Jaguars had a 62 yard field goal to win it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah,
1: and it didn't hang on. Oh, oh man, I scared I scared everybody in the house. It's like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I want
0: that
1: one bad. I want that one bad. I, the Vikings choking will never get old to me.
0: Yeah, they're just—I mean—and right now they actually are in the seventh, uh, the seventh hole, tied with Arizona. But I think the Vikings are have a tiebreaker over them. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to see the Vikings in the playoffs, but they just keep hanging around. I actually think Zimmer's pretty good. I think Zimmer has is uh, deserves credit more than anybody. But yeah. I don't know the Viking. The NFC is actually kind of shaping up where I think nine and seven is going to get that last seed. Yeah. So it's going to be about who could just string together a couple wins, and it's like, yeah, you know, the Niners playing right now on Monday night. I guess they have a shot here at the seven seed. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna wipe out the Bears and Lions just because I feel like. And I said I was going to come on here like a little pumped up with the Lions, gave me a little bit of false hope, which is what it is. <laughs> but I can't, I can't even take bows for that because just I just know – this is what I'll say about the Lions in order to try and get to that, that magic number of seven. They have – their next three games are home Green Bay at Tennessee and home Tampa. Just, and so they're going to be dogs in every one of those games. Oh, Find nice. a way to win one and just give me some false hope heading into Week 17 against the Vikings. <laughs> just yeah. give me a little false hope.
1: I, I, they, they, they have Green Bay this weekend. I feel like they have a chance against Green Bay. They always, like, show up to play Green Bay when you least expect it, right?
0: Division game, yeah.
1: I feel like Detroit is a team like you write off against the Packers. And when you do is when they, they turn it around on you. Tennessee's well, that'll probably be like
0: of, uh, I don't. I haven't seen the spread yet, but like a seven-point spread, and the Lions will probably cover, but Rodgers will rip their heart out at the end. It'll be something along those lines.
1: Detroit uh, Green Bay by seven and a
0: half in that one. It is seven and a half. Yeah, so it's yeah. a perfect teaser game. Well, maybe, maybe the lines over shot. People are going to tease it down to a point and a half. We'll see. Um, yeah. So I I don't think the Bears are lying. I mean. It's crazy to think, but wa- I think – Imagine if the NFC East got two teams in. <laughs> i would mean, be nuts. I Washington's – I mean, Washington's only a game out of a wild card. What's
1: Their, their schedule's
0: what's, not the worst.
1: What's their schedule?
0: They have – At San Fran, when which I'm is boy, kind of a yeah. toss-up game. Yeah. They have – Fuck, I just had it enough.
1: Well, they're all winnable, man. They're all winnable. If Pittsburgh's losing to them and Seattle's losing to the Jets They all play winnable, D man. Washington,
0: man. They play defense and they have a veteran quarterback who doesn't beat them. Okay, this isn't too bad of a stretch. At San Fran, home yeah. Seattle, which isn't easy. But, you know, Seattle could be had. Yep. Then they finish home Carolina at Philly.
1: Yeah. That's yep, not 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 impossible.
0: They would have to run the table to go 9-7, and seven, though, which is probably not. It's, it's only getting one team out of that division. But it's just crazy to even think that it's on the table. So the NFC right now, two-team race for the, for the uh, number one seed, you think? Saints-Packers?
1: Yeah, Saints, Saints look like just, they don't lose. For, for whatever reason, they don't lose.
0: They're definitely hitting. They're, they're such a better team than they were even like a month ago. I gotta good. think that's the coach.
1: Their defense is though not underrated, but they go under the radar a little bit. Their defense is pretty good.
0: But their defense was getting lit up early in the year. I mean, they were playing maybe because they were playing a little bit better offenses, but I remember week two, we were sitting here Monday night, the Raiders beat them. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, they played on Sunday night football and the Packers lit them up. All right, you know, the Packers, Rodgers, you can kind of yeah. see that. But yeah, right. if you see this where where they're at right now, man, they're they look uh I mean, it's such a different Saints team from, you know, what you're used to. Control the clock, ground and pound, defense, get pressure on the quarterback. Yep. Which is probably a good thing because a lot of those Saints teams from the past 10 years that were, you know, conditioned to just play in, like, shootouts didn't win shit. So this could be – I mean, this could be a team that uh, finally gets over the hump. And, and how about – Breeze, like, at this point, Breeze is just – you just have to tell him to, like – beat it, right?
1: I don't know. He's he's eligible to come off uh, this week, this weekend, right?
0: I mean, I think right now, they're just, the way they're built, they're built better for Taysom Hill.
1: How do you tell Drew Brees he can't
0: play? I mean, you have 11 broken ribs, man. Take it it slow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I think they're better with, and and I'm not a big Taysom Hill guy. I feel like he's a little bit of a gimmick, but I I feel like you got to keep riding him, man. He's he, and he's. I feel like he's getting a little bit better too. It, 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 to me, it's just it's his Bree, It's over for Breeze with me. I, you're not. I don't think you're winning with Breeze. I think you have a better chance to win with Hill. I would
1: tend to agree with you, but I just what the fuck? It's I'm sorry. uh Oh no, my bad. I, no, it was like doing something on my computer, and then. The the commercial popped up and it was like a bell ringing and it scared the shit out I of me mean, because I didn't know it was on. <laughs> it, sounded like it, it sounded like it was right behind me.
0: It's the ghost uh, of Drew's, Drew breeze.
1: I guess so, yeah. Um, yeah, I would tend to agree with you, man, that it's, it's Brees' time is done. It seemed like it's been done. I mean, you kind of saw at the end of the last couple seasons where he just kind of faded off and was it just stopped being productive.
0: Lost to Kirk Cousins in the playoffs last year.
1: Yeah, you don't do you can't you can't do that. That's, that's that should be the end of it right there. That should be the yeah. end. of Yeah. And, right.
0: This could be the year that they uh, they finally get because they've had some brutal losses. Like I said last year, overtime to the Vikings, and then they had you know the uh, the Minnesota miracle from a few years ago, mm-hmm. and they had uh, they had the, what do you call it? The Rams the non pass interference call. Yep. This could be the year that they finally get over. Defense is improved. Taysom Hill yeah. running the football. It could be it. Yeah, it's I mean, so wide open the I, I have no idea right now. And Green Bay does have the tiebreaker over them, so that's why I think it's a two team race. I think the NFC West teams will probably beat it beat each other up and not at uh, I, I thought Seattle had a shot, but Seattle had a Seattle couldn't lose yesterday. They're they're not getting uh the one seed. So it looks like it's two teams.
1: I think New Orleans is going to finish – Their finish. schedule,
0: they have a couple tough games. I think they have the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, they are the Chiefs. That's the, They have Philly, the Chiefs, Minnesota, and Carolina. They, sh- they should finish 3-1, and one, right? So third Right, finish. but I
0: think I think Green Bay's schedule isn't too bad either, though. Yeah. I mean, they could lose to anybody, Green Bay, because we, we see them throw clunkers in all the time.
1: Yep.
0: You know, Detroit they have – They end with the Bears, who they'll beat if they have to. Um, Titans, I believe they have. Green Bay? Yeah. That's probably their toughest. I think that might be their toughest game. And I'm missing a game. Who do they have? It's not impossible that they run the table, is what I'm saying.
1: No, Uh, No. Detroit, Carolina, Tennessee, Chicago.
0: Oh, Carolina. That's a team that they'll beat. Yeah. To me, at that, at worst, probably three and one. Also,
1: it's it's the Saints to lose, though. It's the Saints to give away,
0: right? Packers probably. Yeah. So you think Saints? Pro- at worst, Saints go three and one. They lose that Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Packers got to run the table here.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it means everything now too, because that week off is going to be for the for the number one seed. is going to be an incredible. Uh, advantage for him i mean just that week off would be huge
0: yeah plus saints having to travel to Lambeau, i feel like that's yeah, big well, yeah even, Yeah. Big
1: even, even, even with no fans, them on the road
0: is big yeah dome team having to go play in you know 15 degree weather although,
1: yeah although that you know we just talked about the, the makeup of that team that team is made up for a cold weather game on the ground, good defense, kind of grounded. That's pounded. true.
0: They're probably so, built better for that weather than the Packers actually are.
1: Yeah, built better than they ever have been for an overall game. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, it. Man. Yeah, Brees,
1: Brees, I haven't. I haven't heard about Breeze. Yeah, I'm sorry. Breeze has got to just kind of sit
0: back and watch. <laughs> it's. T- it's. I mean, it's his team. They're going to win. Again. They're playing Philly this week, so that's probably another win. Yeah. Um. And Philly was just.
1: I mean, this is the way to handle. This is the way to I say it every
0: week, man. This is just terrible.
1: They're a, they're impressively bad. This is the way to handle uh, an aging quarterback, though. You brought in, you brought in a, like a quote unquote legit backup in Jameis. You had an understudy who was there for years. Yeah. I mean, it, they're phasing him out while he was still the starter, and then when he, you know, he shattered, he gets, gets almost murdered uh, a couple weeks ago. It's like all right. Well, now let's let's try our plan. Let's try plan A. This is plan A for when Breeze is no longer effective. Let's you know move move the charts a little bit. Go with the next guy on the list. This is exactly what we wanted, and it's been working out perfectly for him. And, you have yeah. a good, and if you have a good team around them, it's you know shouldn't matter too much as long as. And if you, asked,
0: if you ask if you ask diehard Saints fans, I think they would say stick with Hill. I mean, Breeze even when Breeze was healthy, just. He just looked shot. It's over.
1: Yeah, he was he was literally game manager with not much. I mean, maybe he had a deep ball on him once in a while, but you know, uh, with Hill, he's just so much more dynamic. There's so much more you can do, off, you know, with the ball or off the ball, even uh, that you know, you have, having him in there just makes more sense because you you'd keep the defense on their heels, basically waiting to see. Yeah, what he and he's
0: able to sling it around a little bit. You know, I, I heard people saying something like Michael Thomas's value is going to be hurt. Like, Thomas went like nine for 105 yesterday, man. I don't think he's really. I mean, I'm sure Thomas had a lot more chemistry with Bree just because he played with him for a few years. Sure. But I don't know. I mean, he could throw the ball a little bit. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's at. They, people treat him like he's just. Like he's Tebow. Like, he's not Tebow. He could sling it.
1: No, he's, no, he's not Tebow.
0: Yeah. Ah, it's fucking Bills, man. <laughs> uh, well, that's the NFC. AFC. It's still a two-team race, even with Pittsburgh's loss. Uh, I said last week I thought Buffalo was the third team. I think they're proving that right now. I think they the, I think Tennessee showed you. The, Tennessee has something going. Like they 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 have a toughness about them, but that that defense is why you can't trust Tennessee. I mean, I,
1: that game got a hand quick, guys. Today.
0: It got out of hand really quick. They, you know, they stuffed Derrick Henry on like a fourth and one early in the game. Yeah. And then Henry fumbled. Henry fumbled. Like, that I was huge. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And it was just it was seventeen nothing out of nowhere. It was thirty. I think it was thirty eight seven at the half. Something crazy like that. Yeah. Yep. I guess I got to come on here and say Cleveland's good. I mean, I've been shitting on them most of the year. <laughs> I've been using the term wheels are about to come off. They just keep moving, man. They just keep. They just keep moving, and they're right now they're just kind of uh, right there as the five seed. They would actually ironically play Tennessee if the season ended today. Because Tennessee would be the four. Um, I guess Cleveland's good, right? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's really tough to gauge it off yesterday because yesterday was a game. I mean, you thought it'd be, they'd be tested. You thought it'd be kind of a, a tough battle. But because it got, just went downhill and snowballed so quick, I can't even gauge it off that. But just being capable of putting 38 points in a half, no matter how you did it, is impressive. And to do it against a playoff-bound team is is doubly impressive. But, I mean, if Mayfield's going to play like he did yesterday, or even like a fraction of like he played yesterday, you know, Chubb and Hunt are are the best one-two punch in the game.
0: Yeah.
1: And you don't have Odell making – you know, making – goofball scenes on the sidelines or anything.
0: Addiction by subtraction. Odell.
1: Yeah, you don't, you're you missing that that uh, distra- distraction. It's so, you know, essentially what he was wherever he's been. Just a distraction. And yeah, they got something going, man. I mean, it's it's shocking. <laughs> of the. It, it is of a little the, shocking. Because of the Browns. But yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, maybe well, they we'll came in
0: with all the expectations last year and they kind of... You know, fell on their face. Now they come in this year a little under the radar. You know what I mean? Oh, they're you know they're back to being the Browns now. Boom, nine and three. I guess they have a coach. This guy Stefanski. I have no idea. Apparently he's good.
1: Apparent, apparently he's right. Yeah. I, I I mean it. This this run around is is pretty impressive. So, yeah, he's got something going, man. Uh. They they might not really be tested for the rest of the season though. You you're, you're at this point is waiting to see the Browns in the playoffs to see who they really are, because they have they have Baltimore on Monday. Then back to back Giants and Jets and Pittsburgh to end the season, which will probably be a throwaway game.
0: So I just yeah, it'll I, be a. Th- it may actually mean more to Pittsburgh that game if they're fighting uh, for the one seed. It's true, yeah, yeah. And Cleveland might just be set in a wild card spot. Yeah, that's so a good might- point. Yeah. And then they have the Jets, which is—I mean—if the Jets didn't win yesterday, I don't think they're going to win a game. So they should beat the Jets. Yeah, they're looking at at worst probably eleven. Well, the Giants is a tough game. Giants—they're probably better than the Ravens right now. So you're look—they're looking at worst ten and six, probably more like eleven and five, and they're probably going to be that five seed, traveling to you know Tennessee, Indy. So yeah, I mean, I guess I guess they're good, and then. Uh, like I said, Buff- I think Buffalo's the team that could blow off the Pittsburgh-KC game. Yeah. If you had to pick one, only because whenever you see, like, two teams on a collision course, it never works out like that. Uh, I mean, any of these other teams, Miami.
1: The, the the shine is off Miami a little bit for me.
0: They were ho- They played their worst half of football yesterday in the first half. Penalties, I mean, as bad as you could be. And it all changed at the end of the half. And something crazy. The Bengals were drive. Nick Mullins stinks. That should have been picked off. People <laughs> love the Niners <laughs> in this game, man. I don't know. I, I couldn't figure it out.
1: That that line. That line was like. I felt like they were telling me something. Like I have Buffalo, but I, felt okay. like I saw that line. It was like. That just felt like the oddsmakers knew something I didn't know.
0: Yes, and we'll, I'll get to another game that was like that, too, but quick on the Dolphins. Horrible first half, end of the first half. Bengals are driving. They're in field goal range, and Xavier Howard got into a fight with Tyler Boyd.
1: Yeah, I saw that, yep.
0: And they both got ejected, but for some reason, it, there was a 15-yarder on Boyd. <laughs> so it backed them up, and Bullock missed a field goal. Dolphins ended up getting the ball back and kicking a field goal. So it was. They were seven six. There's your pick. Is that another pick? <laughs> uh, so it's seven six, and then they ended up coming out and they got the second half kickoff. And uh, I mean, their de- I mean, their defense basically won them the game because their offense didn't really have to do much. Um, so with the I don't know with the, I mean, they, they have a brutal stretch coming up: Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills. It's probably gonna take ten wins to get in. Yeah. The division – I mean, the division's looking more and more like a pipe just because Buffalo looks really good. Um, I don't know. They got to find a way to go 2-2, two and two, and I think they're in. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think they have a good shot of getting in. It's just – it'll be – I mean, it seems like – this is like a two-growing-up type of stretch here. You know, and the playoffs – they won't be long for the playoffs. But it seems like just to get him the experience he needs in the league. I don't – I don't like, – you had a little more chance to see him. I don't know if he's injured the thumb and stuff now. Nah, I don't know. Uh, it's nothing dynamic or not. It's nothing explosive. I, I, not not dynamic. That's not the word. But something like too explosive that I'm seeing from Tua. Like, is that fair to say? Or um,
0: you know, am, I, am I being a yeah? Hard he, well, I think there's a couple things. One thing that hurt that's hurting Tua this year is Herbert and Burrow have looked great.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Abnormal. So, I mean, yeah.
0: you gotta remember guys like Peyton Manning went three and thirteen
1: yeah. oh, you know, yeah. his
0: first year. Eli I think didn't win a game. Then he would have like a huge losing streak to start his career. Um, so I think you have to kind of look at it as you can't necessarily look at uh what the guys in his draft class are doing because you're you're always gonna be linked to those guys. Sure. Yeah, um yeah. but yeah, the, the 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 I don't know if he's banged up or not. He he threw like a he throws like a pretty good deep ball, actually. Mm. Uh like he threw one yesterday that should have been uh it could have been a touchdown and Jakeem Grant dropped it. Mm. Um He shows he shows you glimpses. I think he's just very green right now. Speed, you know, kind of learning like the speed of the game. Uh just learn like it's 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 a tough spot because I was talking to a Dolphins fan in the first half yesterday when he was struggling, and we were like I don't think Flores is going to hesitate to go to Fitzpatrick uh, in the second half here if they fall behind. Now, the way the half ended where they were only down one and then they took the kickoff and scored, they didn't have to. I mean, mm. mainly because they were playing the Bengals. But the thing, Fitz, the thing is now, I understand, like, wanting to get your quarterback, your young quarterback reps. Yeah. You know, want to see what he's made of here in a playoff race. Mm. But – I feel like the expectations kind of change when you're eight and four for 12, that instead of playing the young guy and seeing what you have, do you kind of owe it when you're in a playoff race to play the guy that gives you the best chance to win? I, I know I, get, I easily get sucked into Fitzpatrick because when Fitzpatrick looks good and he's slinging it all over the field as the gunslinger, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. it's hard not to want to see Fitzpatrick because once you start believing in him is when he goes out there and throws three picks.
1: Uh, yeah, of course.
0: But I got to be yeah. honest, and watching that first half yesterday, I was like, oh, it's hard not to want to see Fitzpatrick maybe in the second half here. And like I said, like Devontae Parker, very pedestrian yesterday. I think he was four for 35. Fitzpatrick has some sort of he – has, he has ridiculous chemistry with Parker where he just has these awesome games. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not against – going forward here, we're 8-4, we're in a playoff race. This isn't like a 4-8 and eight team where you're playing out the stretch to what you have. I'm not against the going to Fitzpatrick if to a struggles because you're in a playoff race, man. You got you, to – the expectations change, man. You got to win games and you got to get to the playoffs and you got to play who gives you the best chance to win.
1: All right, so unless you see him kind of turn it up next game or two, you, you would expect to see – and I think you're right. I think Flores would kind of go that way if he was struggling, or, or especially if he was banged up, you know, and not, yeah. you know, if he was 75 85%. You know, why not go to Fitzpatrick? And I think why, you, I think why you're drawn to Fitzpatrick is just because you know exactly what you're going to get with them. He's going to go out there and he's going to, you know, chuck it around. And when he's good, he is exciting, man, and he's fun to yeah. watch.
0: And, yeah, all, never never been to the playoff, Fitzpatrick, either. Oh, well, yeah. So yeah, be- and uh, so we'll see what happens. I mean, really tough matchup against the Chiefs this week. So, you, I mean, it's not impossible that you would see Fitzpatrick. Um, yeah, I mean, I lost my fucking train. I thought like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so it was something to do with Fitzpatrick. Um Oh, the offensive line is still a very much a work in progress. Okay. And I feel like a guy like Fitzpatrick is a lot more equipped to handle like the other team's D-line just living in the backfield. He's got the instincts. I mean, two has a pretty, has a pretty good quick release too, but Fitzpatrick is just the guy you can tell he's been around there forever. He's got eyes in the back of his head.
1: He's played behind a lot of bad offensive lines.
0: Right, it's. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the guy. The guy lives behind terrible old lines, like shitty teams. Um, so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm obviously not throwing the towel in onto it. I'm just saying, when you're in a playoff race, the expectations are raised, and you have to win games. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's so- right. That's yeah. Keeping Fitzpatrick was was probably a sign that they that would be willing to go this route if if it came to it, right? Cause yeah. It, if they released them or traded them after that, it would be like, look, two is really our guy. They hung on to him as like just in case. So
0: I wonder who makes awesome. those decisions. Like, you know, we, we always talk about Boone and Cashman, how like Cashman's pulling the strings. Yeah. Do they have like these organizational meetings? Like or is it Flores's call a thousand percent? no I have no way of knowing. I don't even know why I'm asking, but it's just like
1: Well, I'm sure every team has a different dynamic. Yeah with how, who makes the calls and how many, you know, how many phone calls are made between the primary uh, people before making a decision. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure every organization, the, the buck stops somewhere with every organization, you know, but I'm sure if, yeah. or, I'm sure if, I'm sure if there's a, it's a conversation between a GM and a coach and the coach, you know, was iffy or I'm sure he has influence on the GM does, you know?
0: Yeah. And I should also mention like two is four like four and one as a starter now, so he has he has one. So. like it yeah. does sound like ridiculous that we're complaining, but you know, he has he has one. So well, I
1: don't see his complaining, no, not at all. But it's just yeah, you know, it's just the fact of the matter is you know, he, he hasn't been you don't trust him yet. You don't trust him in a, in a in a big game or a big spot yet.
0: Right. And when you're a playoff team, you kind of want a guy under center that you that you trust it's it's different because yeah. like a guy like herbert and burrow who were just playing out the string on these shitty teams you would never think twice to bench them if they struggle because who gives a shit
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah um also so the, the line that i was talking about that was completely out of whack that you were talking about niners bills yeah, yeah. how the line was, was missing something
1: mm-hmm.
0: the chargers yesterday like that game actually went up to as high as minus three for LA right
1: right right
0: and, and I could not figure that one out at all <laughs> and I didn't expect Patriots I didn't ex- I said it on the show I didn't expect the Patriots blowout or anything like that I thought it was going to be a case where the Chargers just shoot themselves in the foot clock management Linda something stupid but I mean that was just an assault
1: shocking that Linda lost a job Every Monday. I mean, it's not just this Monday. Every Monday, it's shocking that a guy still has a job.
0: And after yeah. yesterday,
1: Patriots come in there and take, take it a task.
0: I mean, just a beatdown. And that, that, I mean, nothing, it was almost, it symbolized the coaching mismatch at the end of the half when they lined up for that. It was like it was a 58-yarder. Mm-hmm. And it just got, it got blocked and taken back to the house. I mean, I know you got to try a field goal in that spot, but it's just like almost symbolic of the coaching mismatch, man, that you're letting that happen at the end of the half. Uh, yeah, Lynn's terrible. He's, I say it every week. He's gone. Terrible. Go get hardball. Plain and simple.
1: Incredible that Newton threw for 70 yards. <laughs> they put up 45 points on him.
0: I mean, they're still in it, man. They're, uh, they're, they're six and six. They're two games back. The two teams that they're chasing that aren't in the playoffs, Vegas is a game out of the playoffs, and Baltimore is a game. Well, assuming Baltimore wins tomorrow, they're a game out. New England has the tiebreaker over them. And then they have the, they have the tiebreaker with Miami. They, they just have to beat them for the second time. So it's not impossible that the, the Pats run the table here. They got a tough game Thursday, though. I'm hoping the, the Rams yeah. pick them off. Yeah. If they win that game, though, they're, are, they're set up. Hey, let we put it this way, I don't think they're going to run the table, but if they beat the Rams Thursday, everything's in front of them. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not easy games. It's the Dolphins and the Bills. But those are the teams that you have to beat. Division games uh, – the division. I mean, the division's out of the question because Buffalo's probably going to win this game. But mm. there is a scenario where they do squeak in – As like the seventh seed, and and go to KC or Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, they have to win nine, or they have to win ten.
0: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say ten and six is the seventh seed. I mean, the Colts and Dolphins right now are eight and four. You would think those teams have two and two gets it done. I'm gonna. There, I mean, one of those teams would have to collapse. I mean, and the Dolphins, I guess, are capable because of their stretch. Then you have Vegas there. You have Baltimore. So it would be a, it'd have to be a few teams that – I'm going to say 10-6 and six is the 7th seed.
1: Okay.
0: So which means the Pats yeah. would have to win Thursday to. against the Rams. But if they play. were going to lose a game, the Pats and go 9-7, it would, would probably be the Rams game.
1: I mean, it's, yeah, can't, can't, can't call them dead till they're uh, – I mean, it's like, it's like Jason or Freddie. Just can't call them dead till I, till I see them. So I put the you know the dirt on their head.
0: Yeah, and the Colts and Raiders actually play this week, so one of them has to lose. I mean, they have They definitely have a chance. Not easy games though. I mean, it's not an easy schedule. Rams, Dolphins, Bills. Mm-hmm. Those are three teams that are you know playoff teams right now. Uh, and then obviously the Jets. <laughs> week seventeen. Is there any chance, if, if that game's meaningless, that Belichick benches Cam, plays Stidham?
1: Yeah, I don't see – I don't rule anything out. That would be if, – if it was a matter of them getting there first to tie with the Jags. I mean, it would be 3-3 three, three, three game going into the fourth. <laughs> the
0: Jags have life, though, man. They're, they're, they're balling.
1: I, yeah, they're they're fun to root for the Jacks, because they're so bad, but they're but they are Yeah, Mike Glennon. Yeah, you're on yeah, you know me with the backups. Mike Evan Mike Glennon there's just a bonus. Let's see Yeah, Jags of Tennessee. Yeah, Jackson play those I don't know if they can play a little spoiler. Tennessee, Baltimore, Baltimore could be a spoiler with Baltimore for sure.
0: Bears and the Colts. Chicago Indy. Yeah, they're gonna win a game.
1: No, I don't think we'll see Minshew. I know he's he's back, but I think I think they're going to stick with Glennon.
0: No, I think I think I uh, read somewhere or heard somewhere that Minshew's back, but they're not playing him. Yeah, he's oh yeah, backups.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a fun team yeah. to root for, man. Uh, let's see. what do you got for tomorrow's game? Cowboys Ravens. Lamar's back.
0: I mean, I think you just have to, like, plug your nose and bet the Ravens. <laughs> I don't I don't see how you could bet the Cowboys. Was it seven and a half, eight?
1: Eight and a half now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to think the Ravens can win that game on defense, even if Lamar struggled. I mean, impossible to handicap a Ravens game, but I, I feel like I have a feel on the Cowboys, and they're just – I mean they're they're just dead, cowboys, the Eagles are dead, Cowboys are gonna die tomorrow, and it's gonna be Washington Giants for the division yep, That's
1: it. i yeah I just i just fucking cowboys I don't know, I just know who's going to show up. I don't know which version is gonna show up
0: i mean they ha they've won one game in two months, I think we know kinda.
1: Yeah, but like they they shook a little bit of life every couple weeks, and then they put up what they put up on uh, Thanksgiving. I just don't. I feel like it's dependent
0: Uh, on the Ravens tomorrow. Yeah, the Ravens will let them hang around for as long as the Ravens allow them to. It's the Cowboys aren't going to go out there and take it. I've been waiting for like Andy Dalton to show me something. Just hasn't really. He had that one game against Minnesota, and that was it.
1: Yeah. That's the game. So I'm saying it shows some life against Minnesota, but the Minnesota has a way of breathing life into the worst yeah. teams. All right. Well, we got anything else uh, for tonight, At I think, start
0: uh, start I think our, that is a wrap.
1: Start our Gremlins research. We even touched on the Chiefs and Broncos. I didn't watch much of that game.
0: Oh, yeah. Chiefs for my... That was the last leg of my picks. Uh, I said the I said my reasoning behind picking the Chiefs Meaning, uh, mainly because I couldn't find a third game. Mm-hmm. It was, I knew they were going to win. Even if they played like shit, they'd win by a touchdown, which is exactly what happened. <laughs> they played like shit and they, they still won by a touchdown. Well, six, um, one, by, one by six. One by six, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, watched a good, I watched a good portion of that game. I mean, they were moving the ball fine. They just couldn't, couldn't punch it in the red zone. And I, I feel like if did you see the Tyree kill non-touchdown, yeah, but actually should have been a touchdown. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking, like why he didn't just get up and be like, "Hey, I caught it." I feel like there's a scenario where if he catches that ball and they go up ten to three, mm. they just beat him like forty-one to ten yeah. or something. Yeah. So what,
1: what happened? If you didn't see it, like it was he was defending the end zone. It was there's contact. The ball was knocked, but it, when the, he fell down and the defender fell down side by side, and the ball just the defender might have even been on like right on top of him, but the ball just kind of fell into his hands. Yeah, but and he didn't he didn't act like he caught or anything. he just got up like it was incomplete pass basically.
0: Right, I thought real time. I was like, oh, he caught it, and then by his reaction, I was like, ah, oh, he must not have caught it.
1: It's yeah, it must have bounced really or drafted. something. Yeah, but then it was so it was <laughs> well, the
0: replay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They, they showed him talking to Andy Reid on the sidelines, and Reid was just com- confused as you were. Like, what, what, like what, what happened, man? Dude, like, what dude you
0: these guys get up yelling and screaming when the ball bounces three times. They'll try and get up and sell it. It was a catch. Oh, yeah, So when but, a guy doesn't complain, it's like, oh, he definitely didn't catch it.
1: Yeah, there, yeah there'd, be, there'd be six whistles going on, and a guy would scoop it up and run for 40 yards. like, Right. And here, it's, yeah, I don't know what the hell he was thinking,
0: man. Yeah, so I feel like, I don't know, maybe we just kind of had the Chiefs as my third pick. I feel like if that goes the other way, the Chiefs end up kind of routing them. Yeah. But, I mean, Broncos hung around. It's a division game. You know, all the warning signs are there. Just uh, Broncos are a pain in the ass team. Chiefs were looking ahead to, to Miami.
1: <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> some fa- some fantasy controversy. Uh-oh. In, uh, oh, no, just in that game because they Hilar- – Edward Hilaire, whatever his name is. It was, oh yeah, I did was, see this. He yeah. was sick all week, man. And Twitter, like Twitter, just blew up. People are not happy. Like, you can't get mad for mentioning a guy. I mean, he was, he was there as insurance. And like pe- people who get mad at the Chiefs or Andy Reid or the player because they didn't perform in your fantasy league, like you're a fucking moron, you're like a rip, man. You can't, yeah. you can't do that. Well, people Final week for
0: the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but then Yeah, but nobody gives a shit. Like it's it's called fantasy. So you're you're oh, I know. you're really living in a fantasy world. Literally living in a fantasy world. You hype it as a fantasy world. You can't get mad at the guys really doing the thing.
0: Can't oh yeah, mad. no, that's why that's why I refuse to get mad at like Nick Chubb a few weeks ago and I had I'm a Nick Chubb owner. It's like yeah, you I can't, can't get yeah, mad I can't get mad at what's you know what these guys are doing. Like they don't live in that. We live in this nerd fantasy world where, like, we <laughs> we root for these guys based on some stupid point system, so we could talk shit to our friends. Like, yeah, that that they that, that, they live in a completely different universe. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can't get mad at that. Oh fumble! Mm.
1: I get mad. At, I get mad at myself more than I get mad at players on the field. I'm like, oh well, yeah, he was sickle week. Why didn't I fucking this bench It Makes sense. Why am I playing yeah. the fucking sick guy? Why didn't I? Didn't, I yeah, you
0: just get—it's easy just to get mad at the absurdity of fantasy football and how frustrating it is. That's that's also what that's part where you of get it mad. Too, at. Yeah. Don't get mad yeah. at some guy because uh, you know he didn't play because he was sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, no one gives a shit, man, about your fucking fantasy teams. Get over yourselves. But yeah, no, like he's on one of my teams, so I had to look. I just like went on Twitter to see if there's something that I had missed. Like, oh, was he really not playing? Is he inactive? Like, is he inactive? And I just missed it like what's like what is going on it was like a last minute decision last minute call and it was just people just cursing out the guy like come yeah.
0: up, you know like like that, a similar thing happened last year the giants were playing the cardinals and all week david johnson was hurt mm-hmm. and last second he was uh, they deemed him active so like i fired david johnson up <laughs> the guy to one carry <laughs> came out of the game, and then Chase Edmonds, his backup, came in and like had the game of his life. Oh, and yes. I was like, "Oh man, I can't believe I fell for that." <laughs> and I had Edmonds too. I had Edmonds.
1: Oh, you know what I mean, and I plugged
0: David Johnson in for him. I was like, "All that's right, rough. David Johnson's actor." <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely get mad at yourself. Like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot.
1: Uh, it's such a, But you don't want to, you know. You figure out if you if you bench the wrong guy, you look like an idiot. Which I mean, you get look an idiot. The no benching
0: what. the wrong guy, anyways. Yeah.
1: So fucking stupid game.
0: It is a stupid game.
1: So yeah, you could definitely get mad. Just don't get mad at the people. You don't care. They, they could care less.
0: No, no, you can't. No, I get mad at athletes all the time, but not because of fantasy football. No, 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 no.
1: What do, what, what do you get mad at athletes for?
0: Like John Stop. Carlos, Stan, I will get mad if oh, he leaves right. the bases
1: loaded for not get it, for catching a touchdown, not standing up and acting like you caught a touchdown.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's, you can't get mad at guys for fans. It's ridiculous.
1: Uh, all right. Well, next up, we got Gremlins, Thursday night. Reliving the 80s a little bit. Christmas time right. with the Gremlins. Uh, Phoebe Cates, an all-time 80s actress. Oh, yeah. An all-time, an all-time 80s babe, if you will, for the, par- <laughs> yeah. for the parlance of those times. Um... Yeah, check that out. It's on AMC, so watch that if you want. Otherwise, we'll be back here on Thursday. And
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later on in the week. Uh, Until then, peace.
1: This is why the, the Bills had that pick. They had to score a touchdown. There's no way this game should be. They should be up 34-17 right now, or uh, I'm sorry,
0: 31-17. They score a touchdown th- this drive though. It's over. Yeah,
1: the Bill. Yeah, the Bills have done this all year though. They let teams kind of back in. I mean now they're, dry, they're moving the ball pretty good, but uh, they've been doing that all year. It's kind of letting teams back.
0: Oh boy. You gotta go for this. I don't know how good their kicker is. Bass,
1: Bass Pro Shops,
0: <laughs> Bass Ale, Kevin Bass. So <laughs> you got fourth and two here. Let's see. What do the Bills do here? Big pivotal moment here. Play action could swing the momentum oh, of the game. Man, empty backfield. I was, waiting for the, I was
1: waiting for the, do, do the play-action bootleg. When was, do they
0: let, let Allen keep it goal?
1: No, not, not now. I don't know backfield. No way, right? Oh, there it is. Timeout. Kicking it.
0: Why would you call a timeout? Just take the delay game. Wow, they wasted timeout there. So now you look stupid if you send the punt team out. So now you have to go. You're kind of forced to go for it. You can't call a timeout and then punt.
1: Looks like, yeah, looks like what they're doing. Not bunting, looks like they're going for. it. Yeah. All the old, in the hunt, there you go.
0: In the hunt. Raiders, Ravens, Patriots.
1: Oh, in the hunt season.
0: Oh, in the hunt season's great. Nice to have your name up on the graphic.
1: That's a feeling of power right there. And you're in the wild card, you're not in the hunt, you're in. I know. You're being hunted. Yeah.
0: There we go, fourth and two, pivotal, it's a pivotal moment in the game. Hey, nope. No you. empty back. It looks like Singletary's back there now. Pass yeah. run option here. I'm gonna say pass run option. Oh. Nope. Nope. Straight pass. drop. <sighs> Man, that's probably probably gonna be the game. Dibs. I just realized something. The only person perfect in the King of the Hill has Buffalo. That sucks. Yeah, Bills are. The, I think the I think the Bills got a shot against Pittsburgh.
1: Wait, oh yeah, yeah. He was not happy with picking Buffalo. By the way, I think his not, no. I think his exact words, exact way of uh, not saying that he was picking the Bills was uh, I. guess I go with those piece of shit Buffalo Bills. <laughs> not a fan. Big time Jets fan.
0: Oh right, right, right. Yeah.
1: Kind of what you got to do in King of the Hill.
0: Yeah, man, make King of the Hill make strange, strange bedfellows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, they got to punch it in here. Just, just get it in. Don't make it a game. Don't let it be a game. Don't give Nick Mullins a chance.
0: That's, that's what I always say. I don't think Nick Mullins has it in him. Even if they turn the ball over right here.
1: Stupid things happen in this league, and that'd be the ultimate stupid thing. Monday Night Football.
0: What do you have? What if they kick a field goal here and go up thirteen? Oh, oh, never mind. That's it.
1: <laughs> never mind.
0: That is it. Extra point pending. Josh Allen just hit. I don't even know who that is. Oh, Gabriel Davis. Uh, yeah. Richard Sherman looks Sherman. like he may have gotten burned, in the Bills.
1: Richard Sherman, a shell of himself. Why
0: the fuck did I take the Bills?
1: Because <laughs> that line made no sense, that's why. I
0: gave it out on the Twitter page, but... Ah, that was today. I- I,
1: uh, you didn't give it out on
0: Thursday. No, nah, I, I should have given it out on the... I even said it, I was like, the Niners are just... The people jumped on the, the way... They jumped back on the bandwagon, like, it was, I don't know, it was just uh, over, it was overloading. Yeah. Once they had that win against the Rams.
1: Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was all Debo and Moster. And Moster hasn't done shit today. I don't think Debo's done shit today either.
0: Oh, man, that's a nice throw. Yeah, all right, well. Yeah, pending
1: sure uh, sure. a disaster, which, Yeah. I don't – now I don't think Nick Mullins has it in him.
0: Nope. Nick Mullins will not will not have, be leading the charge back.
1: He might have another uh, turnover in him, but that's about it.
0: Yeah. All right, so Dolphins are in the hunt for the wild card. I think the division's over now. <laughs> I got to wave the white flag on the division. Unless we beat the Chiefs, I'll talk myself back into the division.
1: All right, well – we will if you guys beat the Chiefs, we talking into some more than the division.
0: Prob yeah, probably talk myself into playing DPW. We'll move on. I'll have us going around maybe. DPW, yeah. B- Bills are the team. DPW hangs team to in keep a- an eye on.
1: Yeah, they are dangerous. DPW hangs in a balance, man. You're gonna you to announce on this show what uh, the situation I is.
0: It's well, yeah. It's it's not gonna be like DPW's past. I will tell you that. No. And Unless the thing and the thing about this is, I know I am the front runner to buy the keg this year. <laughs> of I course. Think, <laughs> huh. I think we might have to. I mean, I'm going to buy the keg. It's just do we push it back to, like, first summer party or something to buy the keg? What are the rules? This is, this is unprecedented.
1: I guess it's up to the commissioner to figure it out. It's going to be a league, it'll be a league decision, you know.
0: When do people want the keg is the question.
1: Well, what makes the most sense? Because you're going to have some – there's some people in the league that are diners. I don't give a shit. It's just a matter of we're doing it. It's DPW. Yeah, but it would be a
0: very scaled-back version anyways. Yeah. So would it be worth doing the keg if it's like six people? I mean, with with this
1: six people, probably.
0: True. It's just more of a challenge, I guess.
1: Probably not. Probably not that much more of a challenge. It's more of a challenge when it's a party because we got to preserve some of the keg for the guests when it's just the, the, you know, the dirty dirty half dozen. Yeah, uh, it's kind of balls to the wall. We'll finish that in before the night game.
0: <laughs> Just stand around it like in Bear Fest, dancing and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so cold.
1: So cold. Yeah, when hits your teeth. <laughs> All right, let me get this shit out there. Something that nice. let's end on a sour note. The 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 future of DPW weekend. Oh, no, it's double weekend right there. The future of DPW hangs in the balance.
0: Hanging in the balance.
1: There you go. There's your boy, Josh Rosen.
0: 3-13. and
1: (laughs) As a starter, much better as a backup. Yeah. yeah. Third backup.
0: Much better as a practice squad guy.
1: (laughs) So is uh, Hilton, whatever his name is. Hinton.
0: Hinton, yeah. (laughs) Kendall Hinton. Yeah. All, all right. right. Well, enjoy the rest of the Nick Mullins era.
1: <laughs> I will. Look, here they come.
0: Here they come.
1: All right. I'll get this shit okay. out. I'll talk to you later, all right?
0: All right. See